0: Welcome to AnyQ Podcast. I'm Annie, the host of AnyQ Podcast. Um, today, we will discuss about rebellion of teenagers with two adorable guests from Teen Up Podcast. So, uh, before starting, um, could you please introduce a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, I'm Isabella, one of the co-hosts from Teen Up. And
2: I'm Glenn, another co-host from Teen Up.
0: So
1: the first question is uh, what motivated you to become a podcaster? Uh, we started our podcast um, kind of right after the pandemic started and we, our podcast is mainly just to spread our perspectives as high schoolers from Taiwan and we just think that it could be a great place for us to talk more as we really like talking.
2: Yeah, and to explore different topics that we usually won't um, talk about.
0: Yes, that was amazing. And um, from uh, from your viewpoint, what is the meaning of rebellion?
2: So I think rebellion is definitely very natural for a lot of people. And it's just like, for me, rebellion is to make things better and to, um, to try to improve things around us. Uh, when we look at things that we are we do not agree with, or things that we don't feel comfortable with, or you know, injustice in general, we maybe rebellion is a way to try to strive for the better. And I think it's very natural for, you know, everyone.
0: And um, um, so, uh, for you, why are teenagers easily tending to rebellion?
1: I think that, personally, it has to do um, with the fact that we're teenagers and we're trying to figure out who we are as a person. And there's also that this, uh, there's also this tendency for teenagers to miss the fact that the world out there is dangerous and when you have these two things combined um, there will be a lot of teenagers out there fighting for what they believe in and what they think that is correct in the world
2: definitely a touch of naive I think Hmm.
0: yes that's true and what is the most um, important cause of being rebellious
1: I think it it really has to do for uh it really has to do with the fact that we have something to fight for and we have a strong belief in something it could be literally anything but we have to have something that we are willing to risk our uh, maybe our future or um just ourselves for and uh, have, uh, have both have bought a feel
2: used to be rebellious? Well, I think definitely at some point in our lives, we are rebellious rebellious in a way. Uh, maybe we have our own um, weird obsession with certain topics or certain things. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. One of the causes of a puberty crisis is that Independent exposition of the child who appears in high intensity and protection with behavior wants to escape from the influence of adults, um, especially parents. So, what do you think about this statement?
1: I think it's very true for teenagers to want to, mm, kind of, yeah, escape from. Um, what the adults want us to be, kind of, or um, to do anything that the uh, our, the adults around us want us to do. And I think it's just also connected to, like, what I said about finding what who we are or what we want to be in the future. And it's really important for uh, teenagers to be able to have freedom to explore for themselves
0: um, and um, rebellion is the only thing that keeps you alive is it right
2: well i wouldn't say like the only thing per se but i would say it is one of the reason it, it is one of the things that makes people feel alive for sure and some people feel very alive when they you know rebel and i think especially for teenagers maybe that um their peers and you know their, their the environment that they're in maybe this can to a certain extent make them feel a rush at the time that they rebel which is mm-hmm. which could be one of the cause of um rebellion
1: right and just how they know their voices are being heard in some type of way even though maybe no changes are necessarily made but it just feels great to know that people are listening to you and you're you're giving your opinions about something out there
0: yeah got it and um uh, how hard are you willing to work to get what you want
2: I would say it really depends on what things we're talking about. If it's like racial injustice, I think everyone should, you know, put a lot into it because it's a very big issue. Um, But if it's just like a very minor issue in our lives, then I would say, like, if I'm able to live with it, then maybe not that much would be put into it. But if it's something that's very, very huge, like... Um. say income and justice I think this is definitely something that we should you know put into put our efforts into
1: mm-hmm. and the things that we're fighting for really has to relate to ourselves that would make us want to fight more about maybe like um, Asians being discriminated I would definitely fight for that but if it's um, something else that really does not affect my life I probably wouldn't give up so much for it.
0: Yeah. And um, the next question is, uh, come with a win-win solution is the better way to deal with teenagers' rebellion. Uh, What do you think?
2: I think so, like so much, so many times, a win-win solution is just a compromise and i don't think necess- it necessarily means that you know both party wins because in in a way teenage rebellion um it's it's very hard to come up with a win-win solution that's truly a win-win for both party no matter which other party it is um i just think that um teenagers or just like you know young people in general are meant to make mistakes and you know these mistakes lead to growth and maturity so maybe not it does maybe we don't need to come up with a win-win solution maybe we just need to let them lose so they can grow and like they can learn from it which would be a good experience Mm
1: -hmm. i agree yeah amazing and um you
0: know that um we are also living in asia and asian parents um, they had the tendency to to force their children to do everything that they want and put many pressures um, on their children and i think that this is the reason that can make children be rebellious in a negative way so if you are in that case um, how would you convince your parents to to, to um, understand your uh, decision, their choices?
2: I would say that if you want to convince anyone, the best way would be to actually make a difference. So if you want to do it, you have to push through, you have to make a difference, you have to make these doubters um, to believe in you. you you need to make a difference you need to make something that's make something happen to say maybe make a rule change say you want to dye your hair which is so minor but if you <laughs> want to dye your hair um, and, but your school doesn't allow it Uh, maybe you can you know get the rules changed if you can do that then you know go crazy right
0: yeah, and do you have, um, so, um, how can I call you, uh, Is- Isabella? hmm And, um, do you agree with him that, or do you have another opinion?
1: I think that if we're, um, Asian parents kind of, right, suppress, not really suppress their kids but kind of yeah force them to do what they think is right and this may have a negative outcome on the children but if you really want to convince your parents to let you rebel or do what you believe in you have to show them that uh the outcome would be positive and make them believe you and you have to right show them that what you're doing is for the better and not for the worse. And the whole attitude that you're having towards these rebellions or fighting for what you're believing in should be positive in order for people to allow or to accept what you're doing in the society. Yeah,
0: uh, great. And um, the next question is uh, not every child is rebellious at the age of age and not any negative rebellion. So give us your opinion on that.
2: Well, I think every person is different. Some people are rebellious rebellious until they're 40. Maybe they completely ditch their career and, you know, start a new path. So I I would say like different points of a, pe- a person's life they're going to realize they're going to have some kind of realization about some things or not or not but i mean when they do maybe they act out in different ways
0: yeah so um and um i'll do both you, um, a few um go out of comfort or used to I mean, used to go out uh, of comfort zone or stay in your say comfort
1: zone. I would say that I'm quite comfortable in my comfort zone and I don't go out of it very often. Um, I guess I would use ways, like minor ways to express my um like express my feelings towards certain subjects but it would never been I, I i've never been like really rebellious towards anything i mean not yet at least and i think it's important for me to learn how to go out of my comfort zone to believe, to fight for something i believe in truly but i don't think i've gotten there yet so yeah
2: and um, how how about the other? How can I call you? Um. Uh, Glenn. Uh, so I would say going out of one's comfort comfort zone is very important. Uh, I mean, not all the time, of course. Uh, when it's necessary, you need to be able to or be willing to step out to, and to explore more. And it's definitely. Uh, a sign of growth and maturity, I would say, to be able to step up, sp- step out of your comfort zone and to explore things that you're not familiar with, to, you know, talk to new people or explore new topics, learn learn new things. Um, it is all part of, you know, living your life because, you know, time is limited and all that. So I would say uh, definitely step up, Step out of your comfort zone and it's, you know, it's good for you. Well, if it's, if it's like not in a major way, like uh, committing a crime or something like that, then do it, I would say.
0: And um, do you think that um, should we actually step out of comfort zone um, to be rebellious for changing to become more
1: better or to become mature, I think uh, being rebellious certainly is a way to get us there, to get us um, to some type of maturity or making the world better, but there are also definitely other ways out there. Um, I think Uh, being rebellious could be a major way to do it though Um, because we are um, fighting for what we believe is better and if everyone does that and shows their opinions, the society will be better in some type of way in the end
2: Yes, but I I totally agree with Isabella Um, and I think that we can You know, we can reach that only when people, everyone, are being constructive and positive when Mm they're, you know, doing this type of stuff. Or it's just gonna be, in a way, complaining.
1: Right.
0: Right, amazing. And um, do you agree that we should stay in a composite, be obedient to any decision? Gosh.
2: Well, I always think that decision making is is the most important thing in life, other than like eating and sleeping, of course. But I would say like one day you have to make your own decisions. It's not like your parents and your or adults can you know make your, make the decisions for you forever and. Like definitely, you need to practice how to do that, and to to um, bear the consequences of your own actions. And I think the best way to learn that is to do it from a young age, to do it when you have the, when you can fail, when you can afford to fail. Because if you're 30 and you're doing a 10 billion dollar project and you know you're making millions and millions of decisions you you're not you're not allowed to fail Mm -hmm. so i would say definitely like learn that when you're young practice and
1: yeah and the adults your parents would have to be uh willing to let you learn to fail i don't think that we should always be protected and always let others take the blame for something that we've done wrong and having our parents um, maybe start from like letting us decide whether uh, we would want milk for breakfast or things like that, like small things, small things that comes with little consequences, uh, would really teach us some lessons before we head on to the big decisions.
0: Amazing viewpoint. And if you are rebellious in a positive way, how do you convince your parents to?
1: I think that um, like I've said uh, as long as it is positive there truly isn't a reason for your parents to not accept it in the end perhaps the ways that you've taken to get to your uh, belief or something that uh, is correct that you think it's correct um maybe in the process your parents would think that why why is my kid talking back to teachers or why is my kid you know not eating to fight back in a peaceful way um they may they may not accept that but in the end they would have to realize what you've done throughout the whole process is for something that is better
2: yeah but well I would slightly disagree with you Isabella, that not every parent is the same and some parents are well maybe they're not that supportive of their for their kids and maybe they just do not accept rebellious rebellions at all well i I would say in that case if you truly truly believe that what you're trying to make is right in if you truly think that you can make it, or you can bear the consequences of not making it, then there is no reason not to do it. You just have to, again, with the decision-making part, you have to decide it for yourself, because, you know, you're... overall, you're rebelling, so... you're not really listening to your parents either way. Right, right.
0: Yeah, that sounds intriguing, And... Oriental culture teaches children with a whip and Western culture teaches children by argument and estranging to find out the mind of their children in a straightforward uh, manner. What do you think about it?
2: Well, I think, uh, so we actually talked about this different education type in our past episodes. um, uh, And we think that there are definitely benefits and drawbacks for each culture and uh, it's just we don't think one is for sure better than the other one we think you can make the best um, of your situation if you really want to in either culture
1: Mm -hmm. yeah most definitely I agree with Glenn here and it's not that I disagree teaching children with a whip I just think that there are definitely uh, better ways to communicate with your children and I'm not, I'm not. also not saying that western culture has a better way of teaching children overall mm, combining both the positives of western and eastern culture could hopefully um, make it the best education type for kids
0: yeah, I agree with you Dan, about that. And um, we will uh, move on social media. Social media is also a vital role in making teenagers hmm, rebellious. So should we allow them to expose to shows social media?
2: Well, again, I would say it's their own decision. Um, definitely give them the option, though so they can explore because you know i was uh i actually deleted my instagram and tiktok on my phone so i don't really use them anymore i do not personally like social media at this point uh i but it really depends on you know what kind of person you are so i would say you know make them know the consequences but give them the option to use it
1: mm-hmm and it's kind of hard to not allow children to be exposed to social media because it is literally everywhere and um kids would be curious about something when you don't allow them to do it to use it or see it or whatever but i think we should allow them to be exposed to social media and i have learned my lessons on social media myself um, from the things that I can do or cannot do on social media. So, yeah, let them decide and let them learn what are the consequences of it. Um,
0: uh, for you, if you use social media, how can you um, avoid and ignore uh, like toxic content and concentrate on positive content? Contained?
2: Well, I think most of the things on the internet are beautiful. There are a lot of amazing contents on the internet, but there are also a lot of ugliness there. I think it's just like you have to be able to distinguish it yourself. Um, there is a there is a term called media literacy, and I think social media can be you know a part of that. Um, you need to be able to like distinguish what is good and what is bad you need to have the sense of um moral when you're using it so that you don't fall into the pitfall that you know just like hitting on somebody or uh this like mob mentality
1: Mm -hmm. like you yourself has you you have to be aware of what you're taking in on social media where there is so much information every single day and it's kind of like the thing about like fake news or something like that. You would really have to distinguish it yourself. And because you're taking in this information by yourself, right? You're, it's not like you're doing it with someone that will help you go through what is toxic or what is positive. So it is all on how, on you and how you were educated to think what is right or what is wrong. So. Yeah. I don't think we could really avoid it. We just have to know whether it is the correct thing to do or not.
0: Okay, uh, great advice. And um, um Feller is mother's uh, success. Um have you ever heard this? Yes. Um is thanks to the wise so it flew high. The bravery being practiced
1: thanks to adversity. So, what should we do when having failure? I think the best way to uh, to respond to it is really to accept it. Because when we accept it, we learn from it. And we wouldn't be in th- denial and thinking that, oh, well, we did what's right. Or um, that there shouldn't be anything wrong to what I was doing but um, when there's failure there's definitely something wrong with what you did so accepting it is really the starting process of learning and putting that into your maybe next rebellion or your next action into fighting what you believe is right and hopefully with all that failure it will finally lead up to um, success
2: well I think um there are, I wouldn't say that you need to like think that whatever you do is wrong. Um but you need to know that there is a certain degree of luck in everything that you do. But you know, the best way to cope with it is definitely to learn from it. And
0: um what or who lies you up when you fail about yourself?
1: Sorry, could you repeat the question again?
0: Yeah, what or who lights you up when you fail?
2: Well, I actually think it's like it depends on what kind kind of things. Um, so for example, if I, you know, fail a science science test, I would definitely want my science teacher to tell me that, you know what what I can you know like like that like I can learn that that I'm not you know hopeless, and that would definitely help a lot, I would say it's just like encouragement I would say from other mm-hmm. people or a solution Actually. to be practical <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and um, how do you change your positive mindset
1: I think that being able to train a positive mindset, you actually have to start from a somewhat of a positive mindset. I'm not saying that everyone should be, you know, positive 24-7, but it's just, it's good to have a base to start from. And I think having a positive mindset, means I mean, mm, you kind of have to know that there are different ways of thinking things and it is possible for you to make negative something negative to something positive if you look at look at it in another light and I think yeah personally for me when I am negative I would list out the things that could possibly make the situation sound more positive and try to believe in that more and reason with myself to finally reach a positive mindset.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with Isabella. And I would say like, to have a positive mindset, I would think of it the worst deal and, you know, work up from that because, you know, most of the time that's not going to happen. And, you know, I can think about how to avoid getting into that situation and you know one way is definitely to like lower our expectations i Mm -hmm. would say about things but uh more generally just you know have hope be hopeful of the future Mm
1: mm-hmm completely agree
0: yeah and um Must a teenager be rebellious to qualify as a true teenager?
1: I think not exactly. I I think that that is not really a quality that you really have to have as a true teenager. Because, I mean, yeah, a 40-year-old, 50-year-old man or female may be also rebellious. Um, They're not a teenager. So I don't think... It really has to be that way.
2: Yeah, I think teenagers, like, this term is so vaguely defined that, you know, it's not necessarily one of the traits that people often, like, associate with teenagers. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the things things that you must have to be a teenager, probably not being rebellious, I would say. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something that people think about.
0: Amazing. And would you like to watch movies or read books? Can you suggest some of your favorite books um, or movies related to this topic?
1: I personally really like watching movies. Um, I don't know if it relates, but I I just watched High School Musical again uh, a few weeks ago and there's this part uh, there's this scene within the movie uh, they're not really rebelling against anything I think that they're just really fighting back the peer pressure that they have on themselves like um, let's say the main character um, he plays basketball and he also likes to sing and so he talked to to people about that, and he um, told people that he likes to sing and he likes to uh, he likes theater, and I think that sort of uh, relates to being rebellious because he is fighting back peer pressure and what people think of him, and it's also about him finding who he is and what he wants to be. So I think that could be um, a movie that people could watch. Related to this topic,
2: well, I would say *Lady Bird*. Um, it's definitely a coming-of-age movie. Um, it touched on a lot of aspects of being a teenager and being not satisfied with um, a situation. Or another movie called *Booksmart*. Um, I would say this would really kind of apply to, you know, students who worked very hard for their whole life, um, and just, you know, have doubts at the end when they're going to a new phase of their life, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely something to look into.
0: Yeah, um, thank you for your suggestion. I will say that. And... um. The next question is, uh, if you have uh, minutes to force the whole world to listen, what will
2: you do? Um, Well, I'm gonna give a somewhat creative answer here. I would say, I would force the whole world to listen to nothing. Just to, like, stop for five minutes. And just, like, look at the things around us. to. just like, look how absurd the things around us are. So like serious look into it for five minutes and you're gonna start thinking about it.
1: Oh, wow, that that's really interesting. Um, I was gonna say, um, this is gonna sound a lot less interesting than yours, Glenn. Um, I was just gonna say, because I really care about the environment myself. Um, I'm always trying to look for ways to be eco-friendly or more sustainable and um, I think I I wouldn't say like useless plastic or don't use plastic straws stuff like that but perhaps something along those lines or maybe just um, try to you know understand our environment more and see what it is giving us and we should take more time and thoughts to actually give back give back or at least try to not hurt our environment that we have that uh, the, the only planet that we have left so yeah i guess that's what i would say
0: yeah amazing and um, if you have one day to live what will you do
1: um i will spend that day with the people that i love i mean it sounds cliche cheesy whatever but um it's really my my loved ones are really important to me and i i hope that i would be able to spend every last minute of my life with them and share our favorite moments together or you know do something fun together
2: yeah i totally agree with isabella i was gonna say the same thing so (laughs) not cheesy at all (laughs)
0: Yeah, so um this is the end of this episode. Finally, do you have something to say
1: to the audiences? Um I would say I don't know. <laughs> um definitely listen to our podcast. Um maybe, called Teen Up.
2: Yeah, and maybe you know uh <laughs> search us up on Instagram. Uh, teen podcast, And uh, just like if, because we're talking about rebellion in this episode, right? And, you know, don't be afraid, I would say.
1: Right. Like, what's the worst it could be, right? Um, so, yeah.
0: we are so grateful for your support and spending time with us um, in this episode. Uh, today. So, thank you so much.
2: Thank
1: you for having thank you. us. Thank you for having us.